Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high-quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul The worst Robert. one on the show. The worst one on the show, Paul. Alex casting away. He's a short little shorty short. We got tiny two legs. Alex Castanaguega, whatever how the hell you pronounce that damn little last Alex. Name. Yeah, little Alex. Little Alex. Mini- uh, actually, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. A really miniature Alex. It's a lot to say, but it really fits you better. Oh, I like that. I, I I'm still waiting on the uh, Photoshop picture of Hambone of us on the uh, movie poster of Twins. I'm I'm at the right now since we haven't got any kind of memes from Hambone in months, like four or five, maybe you know, four or five months. I'm I'm guessing at this point Hambone don't listen to podcasts anymore. No, no, he definitely does. Um, okay. I think I. I I don't know what he's been doing. I know it's not practicing for the Queen City tournaments because he's been uh, having disastrous results in those. Uh, but he did take time to post on my latest YouTube video uh, giving me crap about wearing jeans in the kayak. And Hambone, you're right. It sucked. Uh, it was a cold day. Yeah, it's my fault. Um, hey, man, them Queen City boys are all about the the yoga pants. Men in yoga pants, a.k.a. the Queen City the queen cityers what like 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 tight oh yeah they're all in the tights right they wear tights and show, uh, shorts over the top of them nah dude nah dude you know in 2015 they were tights mm-hmm. but now they're yoga pants they're men in yoga pants that's a, a scary sight because i've seen what some of those guys look like and i don't know if i want to see them in yoga pants ever I can't well, imagine. You obviously don't watch our YouTube videos because they're all in yoga pants. Not so much now, but when summertime rolls around, they'll be all. I hopefully I'm going to see Hambone this weekend because we have the Queen City Santee and we have the Hobie Santee tournament coming up this weekend. I'm coming. I'm I'm getting down Friday. I could be down eleven o'clock Friday, or I could be down at four o'clock Friday. But probably ain't going to get the pre fish. I'm just going to go look at what ramps. You know, I'm I'm a hundred percent betting is what I'm doing. I'd have paid all my entry fees <laughs> and I'd have been better off taking that money and making it rain around, you know, some of the folks at, at the at the stoplights around here begging for money. <laughs> and I'd have a better chance at getting something back than probably what I'm going to get when I go down there and fish. I was about to say, how many bass have you caught this year? What are you at? Three, Interesting. four? Interesting. No, no. I'm at I'm at two and a quarter because I got oh. one to the side of the boat two weeks ago at my tournament and mm-hmm. it came off. Yeah. So I'm I'm counting that as a quarter a quarter quarter fish. Listen, you know what they say? Uh, you know, those who can't do teach, and those who can't teach uh, act like they're a pro on a podcast. So you've covered that fully. Well, no, I, I think we've made it clear that neither <laughs> one of us are here for any kind of teaching or pro tips or anything to actually do with fishing. That's why we invite people on this show because um, you and I are are good for nothing um, podcast drunks. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's the new tagline. It's uh, 
Welcome to Bass and Brews. We're just two good for nothing podcast drunks. I think that's perfect. Yeah. 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 And if y'all are watching this, I do apologize for you looking up my nose, but I'm trying to download a episode of Entertainment Educational that was supposed to be out Monday and then today and then now it's probably gonna be next Monday. Well, I'm glad you're uh, you're late with all your podcasts, <laughs> not just this one. So that's good. Yeah, Bo. Hey man, we got a lot going on right here in the in the Jabberhammer household. We got we got you know my business expanding i got to hire somebody we got shit going on i got a new billing system and you know the important thing about a billing system is if you can't send them the invoices then they can't pay pay them (laughs) and it's uh it's just me you know and and i'm i'm I'm, i ain't no technology idiot or anything but damn these billing systems make shit so complicated so (laughs) damn complicated i mean shit so here we are I'm running late on everything, but it's getting done. It's getting done. I like it. All right. So you said you're going to Santee this weekend, right? This airs Friday. You'll be there. I'll um, already be there. Well, I will be I will be in route. Right. Anywhere between four hours and six hours. Four hours and eight hours after this drops, I'll be in route to Santee. So do you have any plans at all? Obviously you're not pre fishing. Are you just going to tag allow? I mean, I I saw that Bailey's already pre-fishing, so you might want to just, like, tag around him. Just follow behind his boat. You know what I mean? You know, I don't don't tag around. You know, I I do my own thing. I really don't like to fish around people. You know, we've talked about this before. I really don't like to talk to people when I'm on the water. And, um, you know, if if I do end up tagging along with Bailey, it's going to be strictly me going live and watching him catch giants <laughs> so paul's going to be hired as the serious angler podcast cameraman just getting all that sweet footage as bailey puts a hurting on him but you know with it with it being me it'll probably get posted on the serious dangler episode <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you're just describing it as it's uh the camera's just on your painted toes that's it yeah He's going to be reeling in like six, seven, eight pounders. And I'm going to be throwing my lures over there, trying to, trying to <laughs> snag it, take it away from me. Snag it out of be his like hand. Survivor, survivor at, at Santee kayak style. I was about to say, are, are there any rules? Like when he goes to put it on that bump board to measure it, can you just throw a big old jerk bait and jack that thing right out of the board and uh, into the water, into your boat? Not only do I think that would be quite illegal, I'm pretty sure Bailey would, would probably get quite angry i mean he'd get angry but you'd be you'd be fine sitting on the podium at first place you know with all his fish that's the only way i'm probably going to get any fish in the boat if i go steal (laughs) them off of bailey's boat (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be throwing a rigs at bailey's fish as he's reeling them in i'm going with 80 pound braid and if they bite my lure and he's reeling me i'm just going to jerk it off and see what happens right you'll be you'll have uh (laughs) fish not bailey i was about to say you gotta you gotta rephrase that boss (laughs) me and bailey are camping together i mean you know know. yeah you never know what's gonna happen right well we're gonna eat steak one night i do know that for sure um saturday's gonna be pretty damn gnarly on santee right now we got uh calling 80 percent chance of rain um calling for quarter inch so if we get thunderstorms in 80 percent that quarter inch could turn into two inches and 20 mile power winds on CNT and they're out of the West. 
20 mile power winds on Santee is that's pretty sporty, man. It's going to be if you're fishing the east side of Moultrie or Marion, I hope you got a place to hide because this is going to get it's going to get pretty gnarly. It's going to be it's going to be rough. And this is the one is this the only hobby you're doing this year? Yeah, this is the only national trail I'm doing this year. I'm lucky I'm being able to do this one. And that's kind of my plan. You know, I'm going to do a national trail that's close. KBF had uh, Murray that was here, but I couldn't make that one work. And I, I'd rather fish the, the Hobie and Santee anyway. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's the only national trail I'm doing. And with the guy going on business, probably if I get a chance to travel and do any more national events, it's going to be down the road a little bit more. But I enjoy getting to be able to do at least one because we get to see a lot of people that have been on the podcast. Obviously, mm -hmm. Queen City has their tournament going on on Saturday. And it's just a one-day tournament for those guys. So I'll get to see all of our Queen City homies. And, um, yeah, and you know, it's going to go down and have a good time, get a chance to fish. And when you go down to Santee this time of year, I mean, the chances of a double-digit bass at Santee this time of year is i mean it's 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 there there's a higher percentage than average to be able to go down there and catch a damn fish of a lifetime this is like my favorite time of year i know a lot of people talk about fall being their favorite like i i i fucking love spring fishing because once that you know once those conditions get right pretty much no matter where you're at right like you have the opportunity to bust a pb at any point because they just get so fat it's well they're fat they're fat they're shallow Yep. You can you can see them. See, here's the problem with me in, in this time of year with in the spawn is I'm colorblind. Mm -hmm. So I can't see shit. I can't see nothing in the damn water. You got a green fish. Yeah. You got a green fish in you know brown water. And I'm green, red, orange, brown, colorblind. So you know it's the same for you then. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's just normal Look, fishing. So. It's normal fishing. I'm out there yeah. fucking blind fishing like a damn idiot. What I tell, um, I, I I had our local tournament director. I went out a few weeks ago on a Saturday, and I wanted to hop in the monthly, and I and it was closed. And I was like, "Hey, damn man, they closed. You closed the monthly early. So I thought we had, you know, how much ever time to hop in. So I can open it up. It's like, hell yeah, open it up." He's like, good luck. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a bum out here searching for half-smoked cigarettes in the parking lot <laughs> looking for fish. <laughs> well, I I love this time of year, and it's uh, – we just so everybody knows, we will have a guest on here uh, shortly probably. But um, So I thought about how I love fishing the river that I fish, especially in the spring. And so hey, what's the name I, of a river? Is it actually River X or are you yep. just trying to be all uppity in your No, no, it's uh no, it's uh it's uh River, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, I mean you're in Jersey, you're in South Jersey, so I, I mean am. I'm sure we could go. I'm going to go find it for next week's episode and I'm going <laughs> to out your river. And but, I'm going to go back and look at all your YouTube videos and I'm going to yes. give out waypoints of all the places that you're not catching fish. Perfect. So <clears throat> I figured why I kind of came up with this idea. One of those shower thoughts, right? Like, um, was your pecker in your hand? No, no, right. not that time. It's a a lot of shower. folks, like I film a lot of my videos on the same area, obviously, because I love fishing there. So 
what I'm going to do this spring is every single week, I'm going to go out and I'm going to fish there. I'm going to break down exactly what I'm doing. Uh, and I'm putting way more effort than I normally do to like let the viewers know exactly what I'm doing. We got a sweet title. First video should be coming out Tuesday. Um, and it's called, uh, it's called Riding the Tide. So, and I'm going to show everything from <laughs> March 28th all the way through. So, yeah, so we could either be talking about your sex life that week or oh. your fishing that week. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. Hey, thanks, Paul. You know, I was real nice about your podcast. I said really nice things about it. I try to plug, uh, you know, this little uh, artistic endeavor channeling my inner outer realm and uh you make a uh, a sex joke solid solid Paul. Hey, that's okay I, I holler out bass and bruise numerous times because you know this is this is this is it right here this is what we do we, it is. We, this is what we do bass and bruise yeah yeah so good times coming up you i know your videos you're talking about you're going to be you know showing what you're doing this and yeah. that so ideally you're uh, there's two things that are going to be happening in your videos i can already see it as a premonition mm -hmm. you're going to be throwing a flick shake well, 100%. Yeah. And then you're going to be throwing jigs that fall off on the cast. You know, I haven't lost one in a while. I'm due up. I'm definitely you, due. After I chastised the shit out of you for the yeah. last six months, you finally learned how to tie a knot. The, the flick shake is going to be there, uh, but it's going to be more of, I definitely leave some stuff out just because I'm just there to fish. I'm trying to take a more analytical approach to explaining oh, why I'm fishing, God. why I'm fishing. So analytical. Are you taking, are you showing the fishermen? Are you writing down every catch in your book? I am. Yeah, time? man. Just, yeah. Well, you are. Yeah. Shown the fisherman has, man, I'm telling you what, I can tell you've been listening to jigs and bigs because you, you follow Shown the fisherman's footsteps. I have. I'm, I'm trying to explain and even for myself, why, Cause, cause there's a lot of times where I can predict like no joke. I have full on videos where I'm calling shots and I'm, 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 you know, I, I'm getting fish when I'm calling all of these shots. So I'm just trying to think about it more. It's awesome. It started off really great. I went out fishing on the 28th, cold, rainy, had a 28% chance of rain and it poured for fucking two hours <laughs> in 45 degree weather. I was wearing jeans and I left all my rain gear at home. Oh, so see, this is the problem. We got to get you out the jeans and get into them Queen City tights. And the other yeah. thing, dude, is man, we got to get you into some blackfish rain gear. Oh. So Bailey been preaching to me about blackfish, and I finally finally broke down and got me some. And the two times I've had to wear it, man, I had I bone ass dry. Now it wasn't no serious rain, right? right. But it was just it was that constant constant wet rain. And that blackfish shit was good, and it's it's not all bulky and stuff. It's it's good stuff, man. When you get you some blackfish, when I mean, it had to be bulky on you because that's a lot of fucking fabric to cover your fat ass. So, well, you know, I mean, um, I do squeeze into, I do squeeze into an extra large in most stuff. It kind of depends <laughs> on, uh, you know, how much, you know, I had to put, I have to put the shirts especially, I had to put them on the ground and stand on them, and then do some curls. <laughs> to stretch them out <laughs> so that way so that way so that way my titties my you know my titties don't look as as saggy and my belly like don't look as big that's what we roll but yeah i'll have man. to check them out um hope hopefully it doesn't fucking rain anymore you know what i mean because uh yeah 
Paul's telling me to be real slick and uh, he's got to go pee, uh, but I'm not that slick. But anyways, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Like I said, I'm going to break down uh, not, and not just the good times either. I'm going to break down like even when the bass start leaving and should be cool. It's a pretty like uh, it's a pretty dedicated area. So you're going to be able to watch these fish come in from the catches that I have. Super excited about it. And now we're at this point where I just sit here. Paul's not there. Kind of ran out of gusto. Yeah. Trying to wrap everything together at this point. Paul said he's busy. I'm pretty busy too. I start work next week. Pretty excited about that. And uh, yeah, Paul, I don't like doing solo podcasts. Like uh, I, I ran out of steam before you even uh, shut the door. See, I got all the practice doing solo shit. <laughs> Yeah, you did. And now, and now, and now you're the bum. Hold on. All right. So I'm done downloading this podcast. Okay. Let me eject and let me get this camera set up. We'll be all right. Look at my hairy ass nose and all the boogers right. that are hanging on for dear life. Our uh, last minute guest came in. Are you ready to bring him in, Paul? Or are you uh, still looking at your fucking nose? Okay. Nope. Yeah. Nope. We're going to make nope. Drew. Uh, he can hear mm -hmm. us. I'm pretty sure. We're going to make his ass sit back there. Uh oh, wrong thing. Hold on. Let me oh, this the is the best, right. folks. This is the best when Jabberhammer decides to wait until, like, instead of just leaving the view where it's at, he decides hey, to mess with that. it in the hey, middle man, of the podcast. I, look, I'm beautiful. I got to look how I gotta thin you sure. look now, dude. That other view, like, you just lost 50 pounds. I know. I know. And, and you know what the great thing is? I don't have to do nothing but change the camera view. It's that MySpace angle of where the uh, some of the the young ladies would do it from up high to hide everything. You're doing the uh -huh. same thing. <laughs> you make the boobies look big and the tummy look small. <laughs> hey, I, I know angles. I know angles. Hey, the other thing is, before we bring Drew on, mm -hmm. I was at the Bassmaster Classic. You were. You were fishing it, right? Yeah. Yes, I was. Yeah. I yeah. uh, I stole. I stole. Um, <laughs> I, I stole a boat. I, it had. Kevin, Kevin something, Kevin, oh. Kevin something damn. I stole his boat and went to some donuts at the dock and whitewashed a couple folks. And I heard that um, you gave Gussie all of the tips on how to uh, pull out that classic win. I, I, I did my best. You know, yeah. I told him, look, you need to take some shiners and you need to put the shiners on the A-rig and put a balloon on it and you'll catch him <laughs> and he won i'm not sure if he did it or not but he won but no I, I, no yeah oh, okay well i was gonna say yeah i want to do a little recap on the uh yeah. on the classic we're all waiting it was on a it. good time we took uh, me and can't look carter went and for can't those look. that don't know hashtag can't look carter is my son and he's got a youtube channel it's can't look carter one two three three and if you'd like, uh, you know, gorilla tag on the VR, go subscribe and watch. Anyway, uh, this second year in a row, it's a little guy's trip that we take. And I couldn't find a hotel. And none of the guys that I knew that were Airbnbs had a spare room for us. Like, uh, you know, some past guests last year, we had a couple guys that, that let us crash with them. It didn't happen this year. So I got a campsite. Nice. I'm like, we're going camping. Hell yeah. I pull out. Yeah. I pull out the tent. This is Thursday evening when I finally decide we're able to go. <laughs> I pull out the tent, the the tent, the, the top cover, the rain covers dry rotted and <laughs> it's supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain Friday night. So I go buy a tent. We get on the road uh, about an hour later than I'm supposed to, which means I'm going to be setting up in the dark 
we get to the camp spot and I get to my campsite. It's a fucking mud hole. Like, <laughs> I mean, an absolute mud hole. And all Can't, the water drains down. Caitlin Carter's like, yeah, dad, great, great idea, dad. Yeah. This is going to be so well, much fun. I backed the truck in because to park, I have to back the truck in to get it out of the way. Well, I got a two-wheel drive truck. It's a neutered F-150. And I, I get, quote, unquote, stuck. Well, I'm not stuck. It's just I'm in this mud just slipping and sliding. And so I'm from the country. I've, I've only had two-wheel drive trucks the majority of my life. So I'm, I'm you know, working to get it in. He's like, Daddy, just call for help. Just call for help. I'm like, shut up, boy. I don't call for help. Get out there and push. He didn't. He, I didn't no, he didn't push. But I did get out, and there were ruts in our campsite now that are about six inches deep. Of <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> so, ridiculous. So anyway. Nobody was at the campsite above us, so uh, I commandeered that campsite, set our tent up, and I was like, if they come here, they're just going to have to, like, deal with it. Anyway, we get set up. Everything's going all right. We lay down in the, in the tent. We go to bed. Uh, he ends up going to sleep about 11, end up falling asleep somewhere between 12 and 1230. Well, at 2.30, I start hearing the sweet pitter-patter of raindrops hitting the tent. <laughs> And so I, I wake up and I pull up the, the weather map. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got written real nasty real quick. Going to get nasty. And there's a squall line coming and it's moving slow, which is even worse. And so we get a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind. Then the rain picks up and then a squall line hits us. And he wakes up and it's, it's booming. Like it's thundering. No lightning close to us, but it's boomers all around us. And he wakes up. And, you know, he's getting a little worried. I'm like, look, dude, just chill out. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, as we progress, a squall line hits us, and the wind is gnarly. The tent's like like a heart. He's <laughs> like, like, Daddy, are we going to blow away? I was like, boy, I hope we don't we blow might. my fat ass in here. If it is, it's bad. <laughs> if it blows this tent away with me in here, we in trouble. <clears throat> but the squall line passed, rained heavily. Um, we had a couple lightning strikes that were super duper close. Like, you know, when the lightning strikes around your house, it rattles the windows. Yeah. I've never been in a tent before that it rattled the tent. And we had a couple of those, but everything was good. I'll tell you what, this tent that I bought is a Coleman. I can't remember the whatever. It's a hundred and I think it was a $120 tent from Academy and a Coleman. So you go look at it, but we stayed dry. Not once. We had a little condensation come from the rain tent that kind of dripped in through the, the mesh top. Mm -hmm. But the, that tent did amazing, man. Did amazing. We made it through that. We got up. We got in line to go into the Classic at 9 o'clock, which is an hour early. And it was wrapped around the building. We finally got in. It was great, man. I got the – you. I, I wanted to go to really meet a lot of people that have been on the podcast that have been guests, co-hosts, you know, folks, some I have met, some I haven't. <clears throat> and so we did that. The first person I ran into five minutes in was Jimmy Washam, who was, um, you yeah. know, MLF when the MLF belt a few years ago. Now, first guy I talked to met in person, got to talk and catch up and shoot the shit. And that was really cool to meet him in person. And he's on, he's fishing all nine of the opens now. But yeah, just got to end up meeting a lot of a lot of people. I'm not going to name them all off because we need to get Drew on here in a minute. 
but it was great. Got to meet a ton of folks that have been on the podcast that I hadn't met before. Bass Queen, right? Yeah, yeah. Edie, Bass Queen Edie. She came up and touched me on the back and was like, Bass and Brews. And we hugged and we took pictures. So it was great to see Edie. And like I said on the post, that's the, I think that's the farthest Bass and Brews guest that I have met in person. Not where she she was out of Cali, right? No, no. Edie's out of I think Wisconsin. Wisconsin or Michigan. Mm, okay. One of those one of those weird, weird states up in the northern Midwest yeah. area. So got to meet her, got to see That's a bunch good. of other folks. It was a good time. Uh the only thing I bought, and for those of you that are listening, this is gonna be kind of a, a show and tell. So you can go he, watch it. He's just really killing it. He's killing it with the podcast Look, game today. There there are people walking around this with all these rods and all this fishing shit. The only thing I bought, one I bought this toadfish hat from Pluff Mud Princess. Right? I think yeah. Katie. And yeah. I got this because Carter wanted the hat and I'm wearing it tonight. But the only other thing I bought is this gripping stick. And it is a pet hair broom. <laughs> For carpet and hardwoods, You're an and I, and and this is the only, so everybody's walking around with fishing poles, and I'm walking around with a big ass, uh, a five foot green stick. You look like some a... dude who got confused, and you were like, "Is this Home Depot?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in Bed Bath and Beyond, uh, the, the Bed Bath and Beyond Classic. I'm here to Man, buy when shit they say... that cleans shit. Man, when they say beyond, they really mean beyond. These dudes got a whole <laughs> bunch of fishing poles. So I bought that, and we hauled around with it. Look, we had a great That's time. Good. We got to meet meet a bunch of people, new people, old people. Uh, got to see our, our Hand Job Adventures was there. <laughs> so I got to run into Hand Job and meet Miss Hand Job. Nice. I mean, yeah. So it was a good time, man. I had a good That's time, awesome. and it, it's awesome. If you've never been to a classic, that, you know, you should go if one's close to you. It really is a good time. Uh, the weigh-ins are real neat. Haven't been to a blast-off yet, but the blast-offs are real cool from everybody I talked to. You get the opportunity to go to a, a Bassmaster Classic. I highly recommend it. It's really good. There are tons of anglers just walking around in this, and if you think about it from MLB, NFL, any of these professional sports, there's nowhere where you can just go mingle around and just run into a professional player and, and talk yep. and shoot the shit with them. But the Bassmaster Classic, and there's the MLF guys there too, right? So all these people are there. They're available to talk to. And they and for the most part, the ones that I see, are really, they, they love to talk to the fans. I mean, not only that, I, I think the best thing to come out of it was seeing Matt Robinson just get loaded on TikTok, basically. Um, it was fantastic. That dude looks like one of the most down-to-earth people I've ever seen in every TikTok with him. He's got a beer in his hand. He's having a good time. Mm -hmm. And he made yeah, what? The final cuts, didn't he? Yeah, I, think yeah, I didn't he get to run final. into yeah. him, but um, yeah, yeah. Matt Robertson's, uh, you know, he's a, he's an icon for me because he, mm -hmm. he's, he's straight up, you know, he's straight up going to do his shit and I love it. And I John Daly of fishing. Hey, and to make you more jealous. I got to give a man hug to Matt Pangrat from Basketball I know, Live. you little bastard. You little bastard. We got to have him back on so I can actually hey, talk to him. Hey, speaking of man hugs, I got two others I'm going to shout out. I got mm. the man hug the shit out of Joe LaBarbera. Okay. Lucky you. And I got, the man, I got the man hug the shit out of our good 
friend, Drunkwood. Oh, yeah, Drunkwood looked like he was on it. I saw some posts. He looked like he was on it. It, it, he looked like he was as sauced as at one time uh, me and you were on Alex Rudd's show, and then he let Drunkwood on, and Drunkwood had, like, no pants on. That's how sauced he was. He was in he bed. He looked yeah. like he was in bed. All you could see was his white teeth and him slurring his words. But like yeah, hundreds got... of people watching the live stream, and there's Drunkwood just <laughs> annihilated. Yeah. All right, let's bring it in Drew. Cool. Yeah, let's bring in Drew. Instead of having him sit back there. Drew, thanks for being patient. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? Yes. I've been waiting for that. Oh I've been waiting God. to bust out the stuff. Every time I hear him do the glass break, like that was, it's, yes. you get you have to have the rest of it, Paul. It's stone cold. We, I we both hit the we both hit buttons as he came in, but his came in like you look way louder. The crowd just, is going wild right you now. You just blew the eardrums <laughs> off of half of our listeners with that like look. See? Oh, that's weak. That's weak, dude. That's weak. Oh. <laughs> Great. I'm glad that this episode turned into the soundboard off. <laughs> oh, it's it's definitely gonna be. It's definitely definitely oh, yes, gonna be. This the is way off. more crystal clear, Paul. Your 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 forty dollar knockoff from Amazon isn't as good. It's better than your soundboard, bitch. Like I, I'm, and I'm glad. I'm glad I could be the the drunk dial of podcast guests um, coming in at the very last minute. This is the two a.m. text. Hey, are you up? Of, uh, of podcast guests. I'm glad you guys thought of me. Down to podcast. It wasn't the drunk dial though. It was the two a.m. booty call. Yeah, I, I'm the booty call. Thanks a lot. I'm just glad it could be with both of you. Yeah, well, thanks Look, for coming on. Again, we, we had another guest lined up. It didn't work out, but uh, that guest will be on next week. They had some uh, health issues with their family. Nothing serious, but had to cancel last minute. And Drew was kind enough to uh, – uh, obviously, you're really busy this evening. Um, I was actually – I just posted my own podcast. Like, I literally was uploading it, and I was telling Paul, I'm like, hey, dude, give me – like." he's like, I'm bringing you on it nine o'clock or whatever it is y'all's time i'm like hey give me 25 minutes i'm making the cover art for my show that i just recorded yesterday and you guys just happen to look out because all my shit's already set up and i'm ready to go that's look, perfect this is this is this is your weekly distraction from quality podcast content we ain't got time for you to do your shit right you just throw it out there like we do and come on our podcast so we can throw it out there. Like oh, wait, hold on, Paul. Shut the fuck up. You don't do any of that anymore. It takes a lot of work to process it and put it out there. You just don't do it, dickhead. No, it, it doesn't because all you have to do is download this bitch and then publish no, it because there's way yes, more work to it. No, no, I mean, he's no. got to get on chat GPT and get the description and yep. all that and yep. get the cover art ready. Yeah, actually exactly. post it up there like. There's steps. Then you got to get on social Drew, media you, you and put everything up there. You don't have to do that shit. Drew, do you use chat GBT for your description? I do not. I use the same three-sentence thing on every single one. It just says, <laughs> on this episode, Drew is joined by guests. Gotcha. They talk about three things, X, Y, Z. Hope you guys enjoy. Here's all the links for everything that we have. I'm just not so y'all know, this Drew is a repeat offender here on ba on Bass and Brews, but yes. this is Drew, the host of the Paddler's Playbook, which is a uh, a redfish saltwater fishing centric podcast. But he does dabble in the freshwater world, but is kayak centric. Yeah, it's it's 
just anything kayak. Uh, it's some fresh water. My next guest, well, it depends on how I do it because now I'm doing it weekly instead of a bi-weekly show. I'm okay. just recording in batches. Like I recorded three shows this week and then I have to record one more tomorrow and then I knock out my whole month of April because I'm doing a lot of fishing tournaments and we mm -hmm. got baseball and everything else. But I don't know if you guys probably don't follow like regional stuff from Texas. There was a regional guy who had a 113-inch bag for this last tournament. Holy That's quite fucking amazing. Yeah, Look. so he's going to join me. He had a 26-inch fish that it was the, – the tail was coming off of his 26-inch board. That's fucking crazy. That's yeah, a good so – uh, that's a good I'm gonna snack. have him. Yeah, I'm gonna have him on and interview him uh, tomorrow, and that'll be up next Thursday. Hey, and Drew, did he actually, win? I need you guys. Yes, he won by. <laughs> and what's crazy is there was other guys that broke a hundred, and they're like, oh, "How dude. the fuck do I I'd break a hundred? So and I still I'd do not win. I'd be I, so fucking pissed. I put up 102 inches. I'm not even in the money. What the fuck? Yeah. It, it 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 was a crazy day watching you know following that I don't know do you guys do that like if you know people following or fishing the tournament and you're not fishing it do you follow them at all on Tourney X just I to do. check City. in every now Queen and then City. Queen the, City we yeah, follow like, all the Queen City ones because we do the Queen City Chronicles but I ain't watching no bass fishing I'm sure as fuck ain't no following no live scoreboard that gets cut off three hours before the end like that that doesn't excite me. I just follow the guys that I know just yeah. to just to see. And then it's not like I'm staring at my phone like I'll go do some shit and then come back. Oh, I wonder where Dustin's at and see where he's at and stuff like Canales, that. But was Dustin Canale fishing in that tournament or is it another, another Dustin? Dustin Nichols. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Same yeah. people. Dustin Nichols. Yeah, I, I usually follow his. Hammers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I follow the Queen City ones to see uh, – like we have high hopes. Like we created a whole nother show for them, right? Like like we showcase uh, their monthly tournament. And selfishly, I did it so I could talk to more of like really good friends of the show. Like the uh, the the you know the Bass and Brews historian runs you know is on that trail. Uh, Dustin, Hands on Adventure, Hambone, all these guys. And uh, so selfishly, it's just more time for me to talk to them. Um, but then as we're through event two, I realized they all suck and they're never going to be on the show because they can't even break into like the top 50%. So yeah, look, every episode we have Alex, Alex has his own little in his own little world. And by little, I mean, short world, miniature world. Um, this, this fantasy queen city fishing that yep. he does with himself and nobody yep. else. Yep. And when all of his people do terrible, yeah, I call him out. He he calls them out and talks shit about him <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the people that actually did something on the podcast. I, I gotta admit, I had a really good episode with Vinny. We did like an hour and twenty minutes and uh I couldn't use it at all. It sucked. <laughs> I 
I, I reloaded my board and I did three podcasts with the settings like they were. And mm-hmm. there's this horrible ass echo. So one's with Dustin Nichols, one is with Vinny, and then another one is with Corey, who is the head of uh, pro staff for Wilderness. And I couldn't even use them. So I thought I was trying to get ahead, and then I just fucked myself because I was like, oh, I got to have a new guest on for this Thursday. Oh, so, thought so I had the whole month done. Do, what you have to do is you have to practice some oh, episodes over so you fix this shit like Is that this. Jesus? Hold on. Has shit. Jesus entered the Bass and Brews podcast? Is, is that I you? May, is that you, my Lord? I'm Abraham. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Um. Yeah, we so we batched once, right? Like like we we cranked out three in a week and uh like we've never done it since. <laughs> Look, and that's the thing, Bass and Brews, yeah. you know, again, so today's a good example is we live life on the edge doing this podcast. <laughs> we record on Wednesdays, it used to be Tuesdays, and then we put it out on Friday. So, edgy. so you know, shit happens. <laughs> Like we're we we just we we roll with mm-hmm. it. We don't have we don't we hadn't had a lot of problems with it. But the one time yeah. we did batch, what we what what happened was was there was like relevant shit that we were talking about, and two weeks three weeks later, it wasn't relevant anymore. And yeah. like we felt like that we lost a lot of the the gusto. Well, we were podcast. also so brand new that we needed to like yeah. hit the socials hard to like mm-hmm. promote the show and those episodes by the time the third week one it was just like dude that was like almost a month ago have all, yeah what what but was it, was, it really so, relevant stuff that you guys were no, talking about no 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 i mean was, was it really relevant, relevant? It was. no there was everything nothing. we talk about is relevant so we had slab dynasty sure, Paul. todd grubs and uh dark waters all in one week so I don't Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So yeah. you guys are the reason that Dark Waters doesn't do this shit anymore. We are. We are. We were. You the recorded last that. You didn't put it yeah. out. And and Josh well, no, was we like, put it out. he was like, "Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, I'm listen, done." Like, like less yeah. than a month later, his, I'm gonna go he, choke and, some fools. Like my second favorite, <laughs> my second favorite podcast just ended like two weeks later. Kind of sucked. Like from my understanding because he batches all he used to batch all of his episodes yeah, yeah we were literally the last fishing podcast he was on he, he saw he used to put out like three and four a week too man he was yeah, i don't like, know how he did that a madman no wonder he bounced out like he was burned out but i also and i'm pretty sure this is a true statement he saw how we ran our show and he saw how perfect it was and he was like there's no way i can meet that pinnacle so he just you know shut the doors he was done it's because because jabber hammer was fucking with him with that little sound effect and he's like josh i didn't have the sound go to the martial arts i didn't have the soundboard then judo is calling jujitsu son no no we 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 started that show shotgunning a beer and i had a malfunction and they both made fun of me the whole time he shotgunned look I, I could have cracked the beer open and poked a hole in it and drank it from the hole faster than Alex did drinking it the right way. Yeah. It was awful. It was I mean, terrible. what can you do? Don't don't shotgun beers. Yeah, the only Just thing drink did, the bourbon. The only thing me oh, I'm drinking the bourbon. Um the only thing Hopefully that we don't accomplished, have any cup, cup drops today. The only thing that accomplished was me spraying my computer with fucking beer. <laughs> Yeah. That that's not a good thing. That no. is not a good thing for podcasting. No, no. You know, lessons learned. We uh we all gotta start somewhere. And then he learned uh with how great we are that he had to just quit. He knew that he, actually, he couldn't match her. 
actually, I'm like this. I can't believe I just recorded this shitty ass podcast. I'm done. There's I'm no done. way. There's no this. This this has ruined my career. Being on this podcast, I'm done. We were so bad. He went, man. I need to choke a bitch, and he went and learned <laughs> jujitsu so he could choke somebody. Hey, I mean, but in, but- in all real talk, though, I loved his podcast. He had really good guests yeah. on. He was a great interviewer. His shit was really good. I hate he's not doing it anymore. It was a good time. I, it was, it was, it was about as real of a you know a kayak fishing podcast as there was out there. I mean, he was his energy. Like if mm-hmm. you listen, his energy was nonstop, and you mm-hmm. never knew what the hell he was gonna say next. Yep, that's what was great about it. Like yeah. you had no clue. Like we're on our show when we were on his show, we're sitting there talking, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you saltwater guys, you love catching redfish and then sticking lemons up their butthole." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that's that's what happens." I I mean, I guess so. It was just. Like, okay, that, that is a weird way to start a, a conversation. Hey, well, yeah, that's he, like when y'all had me on your podcast. And I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I've heard y'all cuss on y'all's podcast. Can I cuss? And y'all are like, well, we don't like to say the F word. And I'm like, well, I hear y'all say the F word. And then, I mean, y'all gave me rules. But here's the funny thing is we recorded, I've recorded a podcast right. with y'all. And you were like. Or was it y'all record a podcast? Oh, y'all were y'all came and record a podcast with me and they're like, hey man, we're gonna put out a dual episode. I'm like, hell yeah, no problem. And Drew's texting me like later. It's like, hey man, we're just uh we're just gonna use a little clip of yours. <laughs> and then and then so I listen to Paddler's playbook every every time every two weeks. And so I start listening to a podcast and I'm all excited. And he goes, All right, you know, we we did this, so we're gonna have a clip, but we were on bass and brews, and he's like let me let's let we're gonna let y'all know this is not safe for work. work. This is not <laughs> don't listen to this on speaker. And it, they were like it, it was only like a five minute clip that they started the show with when they were on Bass and Brews. And they like put out a PSA of this is not safe for work. This is not like over and over. I'm like, God damn, was it that fucking terrible? No, and then I, started, no. I was like, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was that terrible, but it, <laughs> it's because like I've got an eight, 10 and 13 year old. So I'm conscientious about what sure. they're hearing. Cause I don't want the eight year old to be going to elementary school and his teacher says something and he's like well my dad said well you're a fucking idiot well then why is your kid kid listening to your podcast he's not that's the thing that's not i don't want anybody in the car listening to the podcast he can listen to their podcast he just can't listen to bass and brews podcast yeah yeah i don't want anybody listening to y'all's podcast i was i was telling jeff i was telling paul well no not i don't want anybody to know that i'm listening to your podcast Podcast. How about that? I'll share sh- it with my fishing buddies. And but I was telling show- Paul the other day, I'm like, I've been listening to y'all show more at work, but yeah. I have to close my door because I'm I'm the director of rehab, and there's like I have a certain uh, I have to keep a certain profile, and I'm like I have to close your door, and he's like, Well, I bet your therapist are wondering what the hell are those two guys yelling at him about, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, who's that guy yelling at Drew that smokes two packs a day, and the other one sounds like he can cook some mean ass collard greens. Like, who is yelling at Drew in his office right now? And it's the Bass and Bruce podcast. That's it. That's us. We That's we who's screaming at me. Hey, your brother Chris, though, you sent me that picture, and your brother Chris has got Bass and Bruce playing in the garage on the damn loudspeaker. 
That's oh, my yeah. boy right there. Chris Turner's my boy. We 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 need to get him on. We we tried to work it out. I've dropped the ball, but we got to get him on to talk about. We got to have somebody on this podcast that knows how to actually catch redfish. I the oh, Turner come boys. Come on and now. And come on it now. sounds like he's Chris. Come on now. Listen, Drew, you missed it. It's uh, those who can't do teach and those who can't teach host a podcast. So <laughs> there you go. I, well, no, I've taught my brother. So, I mean, he the right. reason he's catching redfish is because I had to show him. And I'd you taught him up. to quit fucking with the fish. Yeah. Quit, and, quit and the live well, well. Just lead the yep. bitch in the live well. Yep. Well, we listen to you guys all the time. I'm a fan of the yeah. show. Like, oh, I, don't just, I don't just say that. Like, I listen to the show, everyone that comes on. Like, I'm jabber, like I love you to death, man. But you, you disappoint me, um, not liking the wrestling. Like Alex, yeah. Alex is the dude with with Re- WrestleMania is coming up next weekend. Dude, like, my wife is so I'm mad. Ready. My wife is so mad. I've already told her. I'm like, listen, do you know what this weekend is? She goes, oh, I think I saw it. It's it's one of those stupid man soap opera things, right? I'm like, yeah, it's fucking WrestleMania. And you Two know what nuts. that means? And she's like, what does that mean? I'm like. It's four hours. And she goes, okay, well, that's Saturday. I'm like, it's two fucking nights, Saturday and <laughs> Sunday. And she's like, oh, God, I got to listen to you all fucking night. Go, oh, shit, look at this. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> and look, he, he hadn't told her yet. He has to pay for it. No, you don't. It's on Peacock, it's on Peacock man. On the, Peacock. On See, Peacock. that's how long it's been since since yeah. Paul is is. Been into wrestling. The There's no, this ain't no AEW pay per view. Get out yeah. of here. We're not buying all in over here. Hey, or Drew, like that. I remember when you and your son would go to those after work, like in the backyard or in the barnyard wrestling no, it, matches. It is a machine. It is an old machine shop. Like they yeah. still have the pulleys and stuff hanging from the ceiling. Hey, didn't you say the guys be coming out from work, like busting tables and cleaning up the restaurant? They show up in their restaurant gear and and rip it off and one of wrestling. our one of our favorites had his Popeyes uniform on, walking to the back, <laughs> and I'm not joking. And we cheered for him like it was freaking Stone Cold. Like Hell yeah. it, it, it is so fun. And you were talking about the Bassmaster Classic. We went to WrestleMania last year in Dallas. Hell yeah. Stone Cold came out and stunned Vince McMahon and the top of Texas Stadium blew off of that sucker. I've been to plenty of pro games like I've been to some playoff football games and playoff baseball games and Kyle Field and all these great stadiums. But a huge wrestling event, the pop whenever like the superstar or something happens, it will give you chills. Like Dude, the can hair you imagine, on the back of your neck will stand Can you up. imagine being there at the Royal Rumble when Sami Zayn dropped that chair shot? Like that pop. Yes. Probably, Who's Sami Zayn? Don't worry about it. Shut up look, and look Just gritty. mute him for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like that pop. Like I feel like that, that was one where she was mad because that was like at the end of the four-hour fucking pay-per-view. And she's like half asleep. And he hits Roman with it. And I'm like, holy fuck, it's happening. <laughs> when uh, when Edge came back at the yeah. 2020 Royal Rumble, that's the loudest I've ever heard a stadium, period. It was at Minute Maid, and we were there. And when oh, Edge's shit. music hit, it was crazy. So I, I told my son, like, it, it's our thing. The wrestling's our thing. He doesn't really like fishing except for he's 13 now, and he's like, Dad, I think I want to go out in the kayak. And I'm like, okay, cool. Hell yeah. But wrestling has been our thing, and I always told him if one of the big four 
come to Texas, I will take you. Mm-hmm. So WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and SummerSlam. The yep. only thing we haven't been to is SummerSlam. We've been to all the rest of We've been to two Royal Rumbles. We've been to WrestleMania, and we've been to Survivor Series. That's awesome so core memories for, for him. That's oh, awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. And, all right, and Paul, do you want to get involved now, that, or do you want to keep yeah. talking? I mean, me, me hey, and Drew, we can talk about wrestling for a while. Yeah, hey, yeah, we can talk I've, about predictions. Got, so I've got one thing I want to interject with, and, and, and for the folks that are listening and not watching, Drew has a microphone. And the reason that Alex and I have our microphone oh, is, yeah. is because Drew did all the work. And I, I was told like, you hey, these are the best which, ones. Which ones Which ones are we buying? Like, what do we need to upgrade to? And Drew's like, you need to upgrade to this. So I upgraded my mic. We did two podcasts. And Alex texted me after the second one the next day. It was like, hey, I ordered the microphone. And I'll tell you what, probably one of the greatest things we've done with this show, besides kicking Alex off for nine months, was buying these microphones yeah. because the quality has been way better, except for every now and again, we get, you know, the guest that has uh 3G steel and it has been really good. So thank you, Drew, for, for setting us up and, um, you know, getting us, getting us to sound, even though we are not professional and it's still the, you know, the shittiest podcast in podcast land, we at least sound good. That's 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 seventy five percent of the battle in a podcast. Right. You just got to have good audio. You got to sound sound good. And Paul, you're gonna love that thing when the summertime comes and you have to have that fan or something blowing on you, oh. so you're not dying in there in the garage because that thing will cancel out every. Y'all don't hear my air conditioner running right behind me right now. Yeah, it it's running away. So you're gonna love it that time. I, Drew, I the like next anybody... thing we need is we need a camera that makes you and I look way less fat well shit you just we gotta do this remember no yeah exactly go, go like angles. there you go it's there the you angle. Does that look better <laughs> alex is lucky i mean you know we only know how short he is because i, I tell that he's four six on our podcast but Correct. he is a skinny bitch i've been losing some weight i've been doing the intermittent fasting just because you skip just because you skip breakfast doesn't mean you're intermittent fasting <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat from, like, I don't eat until 4, and I stop eating at 8. And that's the only okay, time of the day legit. I eat, period. All right, that's, that's the only legit. time of the eat, period, from 4 I, to 8. I I served with these dudes that were like, oh, yeah, I do IF. And I'm like, motherfucker, you just skip breakfast. That ain't shit. Shut the fuck up. We all skip breakfast. Shut skip the fuck breakfast, up. Skip breakfast and eat, you know, a lunch twice as big as average and a, and a supper twice as big. And they're like, yeah, 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 intermittent fast, but I still ate 4,000 calories today. Total total side yeah. note, here's one thing I'm worried about. This last year being on the ship, I'm, like, conditioned, so we get, like, an hour and a half lunch on the ship, right? So what you do is you go eat as much food as possible, and then you go into a food coma, and you nap for, like, an hour. <laughs> and so my wife is like, I still do that. And uh, my wife is like, hey you know, you're going to have a real fucking job where you can't just nap for a fucking hour every <laughs> single day. And I was like, there's no nap no more, time. No more siestas for Alex. <laughs> nope, you don't get nope. to roll out your, your little mat and get your blankie <laughs> at work. That's not how it happens. I was like, I mean, I thought at Google and shit, you could do that. I'm working for a tech company. Can't I just uh, nap out in a nap pod? <laughs> Jesus 
<laughs> we've we've talked about everything but fishing on this show so far. Well, Bass and Brews is not oh. about fishing. It's 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 a fishing podcast. It's literally in the name, but go it's, ahead. But, but well, no, That's just Bass and Brews podcast. Alex throws fishing in there just so yeah. we can get the SEO. But this podcast is about whatever the hell we want it to be about. And usually our guest is the one that keeps us on track for fishing. But you're doing a fucking terrible job, Drew. No, Thank we're you. talking about wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. The Bass and Brews well, hey, wrestling podcast. I mean, we could we could talk about why the hell you could say you're so country, but you've never owned a four wheel drive truck. Like, no, no, when no you, I didn't when say you that. Were saying, I said most of mine were not four wheel drive, but I did have a Chevy S10 ZR2 that was a badass little four wheel drive truck. Man, I took that thing in places that should have never come out without it being towed. Yeah, rest man. in peace that one. Uh, Paul had to give that up in the divorce to his cousin. Wow. First of all, I've never been divorced. Drew can't you, even you find the button. <laughs> Sorry, shit. I had to go back. I had to go back. I've got like four banks. I had to go back to bank one. <laughs> oh, see, see, I, my mine costs like a fifth of yours, and I got, I got one, I got eight, I got twelve banks. Mm. Oh, I only have four, like with stuff on there. There's about eighty of them. Paul's still using the same old stock ones. He doesn't put. Paul, new is ones that what on. you? Is that what your truck sounded like when it wasn't <laughs> stuck in the mud but wasn't moving? Is that, is that what it sounded like? Look, I like I how you one... said I, I wasn't stuck. I just stuck. couldn't drive. <laughs> I'm glad you caught onto that. No, 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 you're only stuck if somebody else has to pull you out. Now, if it took you an hour to get unstuck, you were never stuck. So were you just yelling at Can't Look Carter? All right, son, I'm going to push, and you need to hit the skinny pedal. You ready? Can't Look sitting there trying to play his VR gorilla tag. He's sitting in the passenger seat going, just call for help. Just call for help. Mama will get us out. Call Mama. Well, there's no way Mama's getting called on that trip. No. Hey, I will say this about Can't Look Carter. He gets he gets scared of stuff, and I really thought when these storms were coming, we were gonna have to you know make a run for it and get in the truck and sleep in the truck. But he did not go back to sleep. So this dude woke up about three thirty, went to bed at eleven ish, woke up at three thirty a.m. And two things: one, during the middle of the night, finally we had a little lull in the lightning and thunder, and all of a sudden we had a boomer, and he goes, "Oh no." Not this again. <laughs> and then this knucklehead, though. So the next day we get up. I get up, cook breakfast. And we had this dude walked around. I put in 10,000 steps on Saturday at the Classic. This little dude walked around with me the whole time. And it was 930 that night. This this little, he'd been up, he'd been up 21 hours. And he's still going strong, man. He's like, Daddy, oh, yeah. do I really have to go to sleep? I'm like, boy, you need to take your ass to bed. Yes. Need to go to sleep. I will say this. I we had um I was hoping this campground, because you know, a lot of these pro anglers will camp in a campground. I was hoping this campground was gonna have some pro anglers, you know. Oh, I not for the classic, man. No, yeah, they they camp in campgrounds. So they pull their they have a you know, they come with a mobile home a trailer and then they have sure. a fast boat. Did they well they when did. I rolled up when I they rolled went. up to the camp, this campsite, I was like, there ain't no, when I rolled up, I entered, I'm like, there ain't no professionals here. Because they but, checked the weather. <laughs> they were like, I'm going inside. That that spot that was open, that was Kevin Van Dam's. And he was like, nah, fuck this. I ain't staying out here. 
But we did have on uh, Saturday night, we had two guys from Ohio that were down for the Classic, and they were uh, camping behind us. And so I got to sit down and talk with them. Bart and Goose were the guys' names, and I told them about the podcast, and they said they were going to listen. They did. So if, if they are listening to this episode, Bart and Goose, man, it, I, I enjoyed getting to hang out with y'all for a few hours on Saturday night, the Classic, and I hope y'all had a good time. I just want to I want to know a guy named Goose. Oh, like, that's a cool ass nickname. I've always he, that's one thing he, I've always wished he, I had he, he was a cool ass south. nickname. A so cool ass nickname. One, we can yeah. give you one here tonight. Oh, was he from Canada? Was he He's from Ohio, space, Ohio, basically. He basically Canadian, yeah. Basically. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's just Canada with bad water. Hey, Alex can't talk shit. He's a quarter Canadian. Yeah. Got real quiet there. Hey, Drew, I got a, uh, since Paul was talking about, <laughs> since Paul was talking about uh, promoting the show, right? So how about this, Drew? Have you ever been spotted in public due to the podcast? I have. Okay, so I don't know if he listens to this show or not. William Shaw? I don't Shaw? think so. No, not William. I know William listens. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Mr. Shaw at some point, too. But this guy was cool. I mean, he was, he's cool as hell on social media. He was cool. Once I met him. Yeah, definitely wasn't William. William the hater on the socials. <laughs> but there was just this tall gentleman at, I think it was a Toys for Tots tournament this year, that was just kind of lingering. Yeah. Like, just lingering around the group, wouldn't say anything, and then lingering around. And I asked my brother, I was like, hey, do you know this guy? And he's like, I don't know who the hell that is. Maybe he listens to the show. Maybe you should talk to him. I was like, well, maybe he don't listen to the show, and he's just a weirdo. Like, I don't want to just go talk to the weird <laughs> yeah, guy. It's 2023. It could be anybody. Yeah, so finally he just came over, and he started talking. And then when I, he said his name, I noticed it from social media and our interactions there. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, Todd? Like, I didn't know this was you, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> had to joke around about it and, like, put a circle around your face. Oh, okay, yeah, now I know it's you. But he, like, it was a good 30, 45 minutes of just lingering without saying anything. And that yeah. was the only, like, really weird kind of uh, noticing Paul. for you You should say. Yeah. Like, Paul, hey, Paul. Go ahead, Alex. Hey, did I tell the story about the boat ramp where the guy recognized me? I can't remember if I've told it on an episode yet. Yeah, I think you told it a few weeks ago. I think you said something about right, it. I don't, yeah. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or one where it might have been you know, afterwards. So, drunk, so, anyways, drunk, I'm like loading talking. up. Hey, yeah, real like, quick I'm, before he gets into this, me and Alex always talk after these podcasts, and we're always <laughs> hammered, and we're talking about business and doing shit. Yeah, and then awful. like every <laughs> and then we neither one of us can remember what the fuck we talked about. Like we have some really good ideas, but we're not recording or taking notes. So the motherfuckers just disappear. All right, just to just to interrupt again, because I know Alex wants to say something. And you were just talking about being hammered. I think the most hammered I've heard Alex on this show is when y'all had Coach on. By the end of the oh, episode boy. with Coach, oh, you boy. were snookered there, buddy. You were hammered. <laughs> Listen, when I uh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Co- that, that's great- more hammered than than the the one time that he dropped his liquor drink in no his lap i was live. like the the coach episode and and there's no excuses but i had a light dinner um and by that i mean it was a lot of light beers and then uh <laughs> coach is great to have on but that was like a paul show paul had a connection with coach i was just yeah. kind of long for the ride 
which meant I, I drank a lot. <laughs> like <laughs> when I look back over it, it was like the first 10 minutes. I'm just like, because <laughs> this is full just of bourbon. drinking and drinking. This is and drinking. full of bourbon. And, uh, and he had beers chasing it with beers. I was he chasing was it. I, I think I had four, nine and a half percent IPAs and a tumbler with two things of ice and the rest of bourbon. In a Jeez. two hours, I was fucking. That was the one, Paul. Where afterwards, when we got back, I was like, "Listen, I can't go. I can't go upstairs yet." I made I'm him, and I made him stay afterwards so long he sobered up. <laughs> there was one point where I was like, "I need one more beer," and I go upstairs because I'm in my basement, and I I fell upstairs <laughs> loud enough to where my wife heard it, and all I hear is, "Go the fuck back downstairs." <laughs> As water bottles start hitting you in the head, drink yeah. some water before oh, you dude. come up here. Hey, Drew, Drew, before I forget, because I was going to say this, speaking of meeting people, I saw the tallest person at the classic by far. And I look over, I'm like, yo. And he looks at, I know that face. It was our boy, Brandon. Maze, oh, that, that bass, bass fishing, fishing dude. dude. Yeah, he's legit seven footer. Like he, he is. It ain't he, no uh, joke. Like he's he legit a, seven he is foot a tall. Large, large, large human being. Like and, w- uh, whenever he shakes your hand, I feel like I don't want to get too close to him because I'm like, dude, you're, I'm at your fucking belly button. Like, scoot back. <laughs> we do not have to hug each other. Just give me some dap and go on. I don't need like the handshake hug thing. I'm like, dude, I, my nose is in your belly button. Please yeah. stop. You give him a hug and you come out like I got some lint from you. <laughs> it's yeah, horrible. We hugged. We hugged. I, I popped. We. Uh, it's the only man alive I've ever hugged that. Uh, you know, I popped his glasses his little his glasses were the interchangeable lenses they popped out because i came up to the bottom of his boobies i mean alex would have been lucky to come up to his knees (laughs) he's a he's a tall man he he's really cool though like i i really like brandon i will say really cool though (laughs) i will say this back to the classic real quick and get noticed i did have quite a few people holler out y'all look Y'all look. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, I had I had at least three or four people go, Y'all look, y'all look. Jordan Marshall was one of them. He's like, Y'all look, y'all look. I'm like, everybody. (laughs) Good times. I I actually have more people mistake my brother for me than anything else. Like he's he's way uglier than you. Well, they're just like, Hey, are you that are you that podcast guy? And this has happened to him like five times. I've only had (laughs) one creepy guy like circle me at a tournament way in. But it's happened to him a few times. Hey, I can't wait wait to meet William Shaw in person because all the shit he be talking on the internets and then you said, Man, he's quiet as hell in person. I can't wait to manhug I'm gonna manhug a fart out of William Shaw. You probably could. His head might pop though. He's bald as shit. Like, like, like you said when I took my hat off. You're like, damn, you're bald as shit. Like he's like, bald as shit too. Like really bald. It must be some of that southeast Texas shit right down there, and you know the water or something in the water make y'all go bald. Oh, I don't know. It, it, who knows? Who knows? I'm not even really from Texas, so there's. Where that. are you from? I was actually born in South Carolina. Where? In your neck of the woods in Charleston, on Ugh. the naval base. Oh, okay. okay. But then my, my family is originally from West Virginia. 
So I've got like West Virginia, South Carolina, and Texas. There was like no way I wasn't going to have a thick ass accent of some kind. No, oh, you you got you got some wrong turn in your blood, then. <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> just a little bit. Did you just say you got some wrong turn? I hear but some that, banjos and my eyes start twitching a little bit, and I'm like, eh, no, I mean, everybody but, goes with the deliverance, right? But Paul went with wrong turn. I dig it. Well, Deliverance was filmed in the mountains of South Carolina. Matter was of fact, it? I worked with a guy that knew the kid that played the banjo, and the kid that played the banjo didn't actually play it. They had somebody else playing the banjo behind him. <laughs> That's the story I heard. That's a fun fact. But you should have him on uh, on, on EE. I, I don't even know if he's alive. I'm no. not sure he has decent internet service either. <laughs> probably ain't got probably water. <laughs> he's probably out there shitting in, in a in a bucket full he's of salt. He's probably sawdust. a physicist or some shit. He's like, you fucking <laughs> no, peasants. There's no way. No, there's no way that kid who played the banjo in Deliverance is a physicist. <laughs> All right. Somebody look this up. We need Tori. Tori, go look it Tor- up. Fact check. Fact check, yeah. Tori. And, and oh. then you let us know the facts this weekend. If they're good enough, me and you will go live, Tori, with some facts. <laughs> wow, this love is the, the dead silence Bruce has ever been yeah. right then and there. I'm, I'm, I love I'm it. a little scared. I'm a little scared. Hey, Drew, are you doing <laughs> – last year, this time last year, you were dabbling in some freshwater bass tournaments. Are you going to hop into those this year, or did you ruin yourself last year and be like, this is fucking stupid, I'm not waking up this early to go fishing? I didn't ruin myself last year. Like, I did good. In the first one I fished, I got 12th out of 97. So it was like – I was like, hell, yeah, I can do that. Like first. Well, I didn't think I was going to get first. Hell, I, I'm barely fig- figuring out what the fuck a Cinco is. Like, there's, <laughs> like I've, got, I've got some learning to do. Um, but I did another tournament middle of the summer, and it was uh, horrible because the middle of the summer fishing for bass suck if you do not have good electronics. Correct. And in, in the redfish world, like, you don't need any electronics, so I didn't feel like investing anything in mm-hmm. it. And I was going to do some stuff this year, but then my brother, who's my tournament partner, you know, most of the tournaments that we fish are team tournaments. He kind of called me out on the episode that whenever he came on our show, he's like, well, you know, last year I didn't think you were fully into it. You had the bass bug there at the beginning of the year. And then at the end of the year, we started to do real well and we got on the podium and yada, yada, yada. So this year I was like, well, you know, fuck that. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do the bass bug. I'm, I'm just gonna stick to redfish this year, and let's see how we do in Galveston Redfish Series, the whole series, with only concentrating on redfish for the four months that this series is in. So I'm not, I'm not even going to go bass fishing in the next four months. I'm just concentrating on getting. Team of the year in Galveston Redfish Series. Hey, what what are those redfish tournaments that you and him are fishing? What are the payouts in those? Uh, it's anywhere from like a good showing twenty five hundred a team to mm-hmm. you know the lowest is usually like seventeen eighteen hundred a team. It's not too bad. No, it's it's not horrible. <laughs> we got third in one of them last year, and I think. That's got, the one where your brother, y'all would have been first if he hadn't been fucking around with that fish in the live oil. Yeah. Um, Isn't it? Was y'all he trying to first? shove what was he trying to shove a lemon up its ass? Uh, he was. He was. He was trying to shove multiple so, so, lemons so, so, red, so we could get first place. So red fisherman, um, 
are, are just like walleye fishermen, but instead of putting weights in their bellies, they shove lemons in their ass for the weight. Because lemons are cheaper. Like sometimes you want to do limes because limes are more dense. But yeah. we're not wasting any lead. I mean, come on, it's Texas. There's, we're not laced, wasting lead on anything. Unless we're just shooting at something for no reason. I was about to like, say, you guys waste a ton of lead of just the, like the only the only lead y'all are wasting in Texas is when you're shooting it at the street signs rolling down the road at fifty miles per hour. Just shooting it every yeah, if it's moving like we've I shot a, armadillos. I watched a video today of a guy in a uh, ascend ten T, you know, the little Bass Pro ten footer, mm -hmm. and he had two shotguns. One in each hand. Oh, yeah. He was shooting, shooting back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> propel the fucking boat. And I'm pretty sure he's from Texas. He is from Texas. Like, yeah. But that's uh, that's the dude perfect guys. But okay. the dude purpose got perfect guys are from College Station, Texas, which is like an hour away from me. So right. him doing that. That probably wasn't just for the camera. That was like, hey, I wonder if I can fucking shoot these and I can go. It it wasn't just for the show. Like, he probably actually wanted to see if he could do that. That's not safe gun ownership either, and that's a waste of money shooting all them bullets. To, to... He's lucky to flip that damn 10T. Them bitches flip like it ain't nobody business. The only reason it wasn't safe is because he didn't have on his life jacket. That's it. <laughs> Like he didn't have a life jacket on. Welcome I, to the kayak world. You can you can propel yourself with shotguns, and the only reason it's not safe is when you don't have a fucking life jacket on. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't doing anything else wrong. Just go shoot the water with shotgun. <laughs> no, I, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I, and 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 you know what? If he doesn't want to wear a PFD, he doesn't have to. You know what? He, he just has to, to have it on the vessel. That's it. that's it on the vessel with a whistle. That's it. I saw the whistle. He had the whistle around his necklace. He was fine. He was good to go. I fucking hate that whistle. We brought that up. I don't know how many episodes ago. I hate that fucking whistle law. It's the worst. Well, it just has to be a signaling device. So you can have an air horn too. Hey, so when, hey, so I'm not packing a fucking air horn on my boat. Why not? Dude, pack you an air horn. And then that way, like, as soon as the game warden right. rolls up on you, you can be like, <laughs> yes, sir. I got my signaling device. Here's my life jacket, my fishing license. And then he rolls up and be like, uh, sir, I'm pretty sure your signaling device has uh, run out of air because you just blew it at me for a whole minute and a half. And then do it again. <laughs> do it again. Nope, it's good. And it's like, We're good to like, go. Hey. He's like, I oh, think here's a ticket. It, hey, like I, the I, air horn might be. Whistle, hold on. Quick on the whistle. Oh no, 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 no. I hate you so much. The Paul. whistle saved Greg Blanchard's life. He talked yeah, about true. him flipping 100%. in the 40 degree weather and like 30 mile power winds. Yep. And there was one boat around and he was blowing the whistle and the damn yep. people were able to come help him because they heard the fucking whistle. Yep. <laughs> no, no. They're all right. So if, if you're doing salt water, you should absolutely have everything that's requested and required right like with my previous job definitely tons of people who were we were able to save because they had pfds whistles and a uh like a signal mirror signal mirror is huge if you're going to go offshore in a kayak that that little mirror is clutch because that is the fastest thing like that even the the uh the signal device like using an air horn if you're sitting up in a 65 helicopter from the coast guard we call it a whistling shit can. You can't fucking hear anything. 
the thing is so loud and it, it, it whistles, right? So it's going to be hard to hear that. But if you use that mirror to shine that light into the pilot's face, they will find you instantly. I need to get a mirror. Yeah. Like for real, because yep. some of the places we fish, I could be out there blowing a whistle until I fucking pass out. <laughs> Correct. And all that's going to happen is the cows are going to look at me like, no. what in the hell is making that noise? They're going to think it's feeding time and they're going to come yeah. to the bank. Not a single boat or another kayaker is going to be back there. Like nothing's going to happen. Nope. Honestly, that mirror has done more than a fucking whistle or an air horn has done, right? Or a dye pack. Dude, that's, that's packaging, this, but, um, Alex just dropped some juice because yes. I I don't think I have ever heard. And I listen I don't listen to them all, but I listen to a lot of podcasts about kayak fishing, fresh and salt water. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about having. It's a not mirror. a requirement for kayak, right? To have that a mirror. makes yeah. sense having that mirror because that flash of light. So when I was a wildland firefighter, when we would be far away from pe- from people, and we we'd have lookouts or we'd be you you'd be a lookout and you'd be trying to find the folks that you know that you're looking out for and you could talk about radios but you mm-hmm. couldn't see you know we're down there in these yellows and green shit uh shirts on but when they take that that flash mirror out and you could flash that mirror you could see them from miles away yep. on top of that hill to where they were and pinpoint to where they were and give good you know get good feedback so that's damn alex look hold on you 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 didn't get the right. nan and the boo boo for that one. Right. You got a real claps on that one. That's a good one. Take but all that. Take it. When it comes to freshwater, uh, fuck all that shit. Uh, leave your PFD at home. Uh, <laughs> just go out in your fucking chonies and uh, hope for the best. Like that's what I do. Alex goes out in a ba- banana hammock. Uh, he never shows that though because he's, you know, he doesn't want people to see his short legs. I was impressed. It's been like six episodes since Paul's told us he was a firefighter. Like it's been a it's, while. Uh, it's, it's usually every other, like every. Hey, other. And, and it's first, been a long time since I said kayak catfish too. So, but but okay. So, what type yeah. of firefighter were you? Because I don't know if you're saying like wildlife or wildland or what are you wild saying? Wildland. 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 W i l d a l a n d wildland. I didn't. That, do that's not what that spells. But okay, wildland firefighter. Okay. Wildland. I thought wildland was a place in North Carolina. Like I, that's what I was like. Is that a county or is that a town? What are you a geography major now? No. I, no. He, absolutely he, not. He, but he I, just I, said his family's from West Virginia. There's no way <laughs> geography major at all. Not at all. Not not even a little bit. He he just said he's the like uh, director of rehab. That's because of uh, you know uh, prior history. Very true. Very true. Oh shit, that might have been too mean. I, I take that back. That, uh... Look, I did. I fought forest fires. Now, what? if the house Wait, was say on that fire, again. say that forest again. Fires. Oh. Forest fires. Forest okay. fires. So if the house is on fire, I called the fire department and I got my kids my animals and my wife out. And then I had up until the place we're in now, I had the gun safe over by a window and I had it set up that the house ever caught on fire. We got everybody out. And then I could turn the water sprinkler on and bust the window out and spray water on the, on, on the gun safe to save all this shit. But look, if the house is on fire, I'm calling the fire department. If the woods are on fire, 
I'm putting on some shorts. I'm going out there in my flip flops <laughs> and I'm taking care of business. Like, you know, the woods are on fire. We're good. The house, I don't go into burning buildings or it, when I was fighting fire, I didn't go into burning buildings. Fuck that. Hell no. Nope. So what if, what if the forest went into the house? Like, what would y'all My just job say? was to fight the forest <laughs> what, fire. What you just say, all right, fire. y'all got to wait house. for the city to get here. Like, yep. Yep. our yep. line stops right here at the edge of your grass. Sorry. <laughs> I do everything I can to save Fuck your, your house. Fuck your Pomeranian. <laughs> I do everything I can to save your house. If the fire gets to your house, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm moving on down the road and hopefully the fire department. I mean, it's a different They're skill, right? To do that shit. Yeah, I ain't equipped to go into burning buildings. I'm out there in, in a long sleeve shirt, some pants and leather boots and, and or in a bulldozer. I can't do nothing with no damn house fire. Watch it burn, baby. I, yeah. I no. don't know shit about it. You can bulldoze it after it burns down. Maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not a good idea. No, I don't know. I'd be no. getting stuck in hell. All right, but so look, if the house is on fire, I'm going the other direction. I'm doing something else. And when that bitch burns down, I'm long gone. I'm not nowhere near. I, I, no, I, I think what he's trying so so like those those uh the guys who deal with wildfires and things like that, like that's uh that's a gnarly situation, but you can like let shit burn, right? As long as you like start you gotta cut gotta, it off somewhere. Exactly. You gotta build a berm all the, the way. The big around. thing with like an urban Control fire. It. Um and yeah, the big thing with an urban fire is you don't know what's in that house. So every house has whether you realize it or not, you have multiple like missile hazards and <laughs> hazardous materials that when they heat up, you're gonna have like shaving cream bottles fucking flying all over the place. You're gonna have uh household <laughs> cleaners that are gonna heat up due to that heat. You got toxic propane fume from that shit, propane, propane tanks, tanks methamphetamine like right? labs. Exactly. And ammonia tanks. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So I was a dozer operator. And when we got what we called. So when you fought a wildfire around houses, we called it urban interface. And as a dozer operator, one of the biggest issues you had to watch out for, there were a couple. One was buried cable, you know, buried electrical lines. You know, they're supposed to be buried at a certain depth. So it should never be a problem for a dozer operator. But you had to worry about those. But the number one thing in an urban interface situation as a dozer operator were fucking septic tanks. Because if you rolled over a septic tank, you would fall in and your ship would be stuck. You know, that'd be a problem. Now, fighting fire in Texas and Oklahoma as a dozer operator was fucking wild because you were always around these oil wells. Well, these oil rails would have these, you know, 200, uh, these electrical lines are supposed to be buried. But a lot of times they are not. So if you were rolling around your bulldozer and you ran over one and went over it, I'm like, well, what's going to happen? I was like, it will probably blow you up. Maybe it'll fucking tear up the top. Well, how the fuck do I know how deep it is? Like, well, you don't unless you hit it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you'll Lord. you'll find out once. Mm-hmm. You find out real soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's different. Yeah, I ain't do burning buildings. I did. The woods are on fire. We're happy. I'm good. We're rolling with it. Rolling with it. We're not happy if anything's no, on fire, happy. Jabberhammer. Yeah. I, fire fire is good for the ecosystem, 100% good. Now, out-of-control <laughs> fires are one thing, but fires are good for the ecosystem. The reason we have, I, I'm going I'm to say this, I'm off my fire soapbox. The reason we have these fires that are super out of control, you know, part of it is environmental, and a lot of it is we have been suppressing fires so efficiently since the 1950s 
that places that would have burned and not had any issues naturally are not burning. And so now you have 50, 60, 40 years of growth and you can't control them. You can't do anything with it at all. Hey, speaking of fishing again, Alex, are you going to try to hop into any uh, tournaments this year locally? Are you going to try to hop into one or two? I know you got a local club up there. Why, why did you ask that fucking question? You've never asked me that question ever. Because on in it now, it's got to be something about being short or not being able to tie a knot. It's got to be fucking one of them. No, Which I just want to know because I think we have referenced it before, and you you said yeah. that you maybe were going to hop into some. Right, so, I, so I didn't know if you're going to dabble into, into a little bit of competition this year or not. I like how on guard I am that I didn't realize it was like an honest question. I'm just uh, he's I'm, like, I'm, where's the fucking joke at? Exactly, like I'm a battered spouse at this point. I'm just like. Uh, no, yeah. So we do have the South Jersey Kayak Bass uh, Bass Fishing Club. I think that's their name. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I was thinking about it, but with the new job, I need to concentrate on that. I'm doing a kind of a completely different thing than what I did in the military. That's kind of got to be my focus. Uh, but they do have a couple local tournaments that are real close to me on bodies of water uh that i'm pretty confident in so i'm gonna do those ones i think so has your apprehension of not doing other tournaments just been the schedule just your schedule because you you're so infrequent you know maybe on a boat maybe at a motel six like there's been everything yeah. back and yeah forth. i mean so last year yeah obviously i was on a boat in a motel six last year so i i couldn't do it i was in cali there's no way um and then the year before that i hey alex alex i had to go tinkle can oh you start God. over and no. say what you just no. said? No, no, nope, you're fine. No, you're fine. Um, you, you interrupted him. So yep. So that's normal. My, so, so I kind of wanted to do it like that year before I left, but I did have that like, uh, I found out I was going to be deployed probably like nine months before I did. So I wanted to get into like my favorite spots. I wanted to bass fish the shit out of my favorite spots, and those weren't on that tournament trail. And I just wanted to like focus in just to like, sounds weird, but just to like, be able to carry that 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 good place when I left, um, and then before that I, I wasn't good enough. Now I think, again, there's a couple on the trail. They have two, no, three opens that are on bodies of water that I think I could do pretty well at. So I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to do them. Uh, it all depends on my schedule, but yeah. I I honestly think that once you get the tournament bug. Yeah, it ruins you as a fisherman and it makes you a much better fisherman. So here's and, the thing. Like, I don't I like I want to do it for the camaraderie. Right. Like we we talked to so many people on this show and I see it all all over the place. Like, I think that's cool. Alex, I Alex, that's what shit. losers say. Yeah, that is I'm, what losers say. I'm doing I'm, it for the camaraderie. No, dude, you, the I'm, guys that do it for the camaraderie, are the guys that aren't going to be placing. That's the not donators. me. I don't. Uh, again, that's why me and Paul fit right. Paul's a tournament guy. I'm not. I don't. I I go out to fish for a whole different for reason. Fun. He fishes. I, for I fish fun. for fun. I, I fish to. I, I carry like three to four cameras on the boat. Like I fish for that. I I fish to tell a story. I fish for my mental health, all that good shit. I don't fish for the competition because I don't think it's a sport. I think that's a bullshit thing to say. Um, and, and we've talked about it multiple times on this show. So, But but you, you will get to that point if you continue to fish. That's like saying squash is a fucking sport. This 
this whole oh, thing. I'm not saying it's yeah. a sport. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying if you get it's, yeah, it's, that's what I mean. That's squash. I mean, it's just human nature, though. You yeah, get yeah. men together all doing one thing. No, I don't get competitive with you that. You got to see who's going to win. I don't Wait. have that. Because I'll you, tell I you mean, this. but you I'll haven't been fishing tournaments either. I, I have not this. been. Hold on, Paul. Shush. You decided Shush. to leave. Shush. Uh, you're right. I haven't fished tournaments, but that's not why I got into fishing or I continuously be in fishing. I've been competitive with plenty of things in my life, right? But fishing is like that sacred thing that I will not. You, I, mark I, this down. I, think, I want to have this conversation again <laughs> in a year and a half. All right. And see, because I, I was the same. I was the same as you whenever we started our podcast. Mm-hmm. I was exact same. Yeah, I wanted I to fun Alex... fish and throw bait and everything else, yeah. and just go out there and hang out until we started doing tournaments and taking home trophies. And then it's a completely different, Listen, different outlook on it. I've got a trophy. I'm good. I got mine too. Exactly. Look, Bass and Brews. That's the only trophy. Two years running. Bass and Brews, two years running. Hook set hoodlum, biggest fish. Yeah, I I will crack a little bit. Uh, I I do want to make sure that Bass and Brews continues to take home the biggest fish out of the Hook set hoodlums pro staff members. That's the only thing Mm -hmm. I'm competitive about is that we continue to bring these trophies. He got last year. I got the year before that. It's my turn this year. And as long as we keep building that, of stealing from uh, hooks at hoodlums, I'm fine with. Alex that, is right. Alex is right, though. The camaraderie. That's I, what we, I want. I'm yeah. lucky. I have two local trails here, and we we have some people that fish one. We have some that fish both. But you know, a lot of we've had. I've had folks on the podcast that when Alex was gone, that were local, like that camaraderie, and even I, I fish. I'm fishing this Hobie coming up because I get to see a lot of people that have, again I referenced it earlier have been on the podcast or you know have, have done stuff. I know I really do like getting to meet these people and hanging out and talking shit and and really that's I've learned so much meeting people at the boat ramp waiting for our LinkedIn getting to talk and shoot the shit. I've learned so much from those folks and I've made bonds with those folks and we've gone out and fished and helped each other. I really do like that. And I think if Alex would get into some more tournament fishing, that's where he would really fit in is he would, he would see how much fun it is because you get to shoot the shit with people and you get to go out, go out there and compete and have a good time. But you make, you get to make friends at the boat ramp, man. Well, that sounds good. But it <laughs> sounds awesome. Like, I'm glad you're having this storybook yeah. vision in your head. But when you go to bed before the tournament, mm-hmm. you're not daydreaming about eating a fucking hot dog at the boat ramp when it's all done. <laughs> you're daydreaming about catching a 23-inch followed by a 22, taking pictures, hearing your name at the awards. And that's you true. can't bullshit me and say that's not what you're sitting there daydreaming about before you go to sleep the day before a tournament. I, that, so that'll you, get your hot dog. That'll get your hot dog ready to eat. But you, you see what I'm saying? Like you can say that you en- you can say that you enjoy the camaraderie mm-hmm. of it, and you really like the camaraderie of it, and you want to do it because of that camaraderie. But I think all men and women who fish tournaments, yeah. they fish it because they think that they have the opportunity to win, and that is mm-hmm. one of the driving factors on. Sure. why they do it and once you get a little taste 
of being up there and them taking your pictures and calling your name and shit, like, it gets even worse. That's why like, I said it makes you a better fisherman, but it also ruins fun fishing for you. Right. That, so, so maybe that's why I haven't done it. You ask why I haven't, and maybe that's why, because I don't want to ruin – like subconsciously, I don't want to ruin what I have now. Like, do do I dream about catching big fish before a trip? Absolutely, right. But for a totally different reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you get into tournament fishing, yeah. it can ruin you in that way. Where I've talked about it, I think the last show, and then I've talked about it with some friends. Like, our slot here is 20 to 28 inches. Mm-hmm for redfish and two 27 plus fish that'll put you in the money in any tournament we'll go out fishing and i can catch freaking 15 23 inch fish and i'm just like yep all right where's the bigger ones no, oh, that's yep, fun this, where's no. the bigger ones yeah, see, but see, when i should it. yeah when i should yes. be having fun yes and i found more fun now taking other people on these fun fishing trips mm -hmm. and seeing them catch yes. fish and taking their pictures and doing videos of them because that it's kind of lost its edge. Like I need something a little stronger than the 23 inch fish that we're catching there. So it's, it's tournament fishing has ruined that fun portion of it, but it's opened up before when I fish, like I would never be the dude that stopped fishing to pull out his phone to get video of someone else catching a fish or to right. take a picture. Like, I'm like, all right, I got to go find my fish. Like, damn, he's hooked mm -hmm. on. That means there's probably fish over here. Like, I got to go hit it. Where now I'm like, oh, shit, let me scoot around so I can get a better angle of him reeling in this fish and, you know, get all this shit. Where... I've had to find other ways of enjoying the fun fishing part, and that's been the enjoyment for me is mm. taking pictures of my sure. brother or William or anybody else that's on these trips with us. So We're it can ruin it, but there's ways around it. No, no, I, I think, hold on. Hold on. No, we are. Okay, Stop. go ahead, Alex, and yeah, then let so, me talk. I will. Let, fuck you. you. Fuck you. I'll I'm the one you. that started this podcast. I fucking decide. Anyways. So, Drew, you've uh, basically settled it for me. I, I'm just not going to turn him in fish because, uh, <laughs> like, like, like oh, all right, honestly, because I do multi-species, I don't just do bass, right? So, if I go out there, I always bring crappie gear, right? If the bass aren't biting, I'll fucking catch some crappie or, or, or chain pickerel or, as Paul calls them, jackfish. I'll catch whatever. I don't give a shit. I just want to feel, I just want to feel a, let me get real close. I just want to feel a little tug on that rod. You know what I mean? The tug is the drug. So but, uh, sit back, relax, yeah, Alex, and enjoy the paddle. Alex, <laughs> if you had a soundboard, you think, I just want to feel the tug. Mm. Okay, but yeah, so, like, I don't want tournament fishing to ruin that. I want to do a couple of them to just uh, kind of get with the local guys here. I think uh, what what is really weird, total side note, the the, the this big company that I'm going to go work for, Specifically at the awesome or at the office that I'm at has a kayak fishing club. Just said awesome, and uh, I did. Uh, oh, awesome. I'm not. I'm not drunk. No, no. I so I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm gonna join that. But uh, are you gonna join it? Or are you gonna take over? Are you gonna be like, hey guys, here's the club. I'm the new member. Welcome to the boss. This is what's gonna happen from now. So here's the weird thing. This is like a a, a big company, right? And. Uh, it's a corporate environment, and I, I've been told by multiple people 
never mention that I do YouTube, never mention that I do this fucking podcast because it could cost me my job. So uh, well, if they ever listen to it, they're going to be like, uh, Alex Castanoaga, please report to the principal's office. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. So we're going to start wrapping this up, okay. but I got a few things real quick. All right. Nobody cares. All right. First thing, first thing that I have is this is if Alex does a tournament or two this year, and if he finishes in the money, oh. it's going to change his outlook. Nope. On fishing tournaments, no. he's gonna get that check for a couple hundred or five hundred dollars. He's like, oh fuck yeah! He's like, he's gonna get home. He's like, I'm Andy. I made money fishing today. She's like, bitch, sign up for all of them. No. Second, Drew, your shirt you're wearing. You lean back in your chair and it made your titties look bigger than mine. So thank you for that. But secondly, you Is that a pocket? This is a pocket. Breast? It's a it's a terminal tackle pocket. It's the new Real Sportswear Pro Plus hoodie. And it actually has another waterproof um, little, I don't know how to say it other than, like, you know, you've seen little makeup cases that the ladies have. It's a small little one, but it's, so it's waterproof. It's a fishing condom. Yeah, and it fits inside here. Oh, that's cute. It's, it's awesome for, <laughs> and I'll tell you this, it's supposed to be for you put your lures in here when you go wade fishing and stuff like that, and it keeps yeah. them up and out of the way. Mm -hmm. But what I use it for, which freaking sucks, um, because I hadn't had any other, you know, thing that helped with this. If you go fishing in Texas in the morning, you have your sunglasses in the truck. You're going along. The, it's cold in the truck. You get out. You put your sunglasses on your head because you're launching before daylight. You get out there. By the time you pull your sunglasses off, they're covered in water and condensation and everything mm -hmm. else. Well, if you're like me, you don't wear anything else cotton on your whole fucking body except for your underwear. <laughs> like, you can't get oh. anything to wipe off your lenses. So yeah, what I've been doing piece. is I've been putting the lens wipes inside mm. this pocket. That move. way I can take them off. I can wipe off my lens and put them back on. But he's talking about actually putting a lens wipe inside the neck right here. Oh, that shit. comes off, so you can just do them like that. Andrew's got some really cool stuff from uh, Real Sportswear, and uh, this is the lightest fabric you've ever put on your body in your life. I'll say this uh, about that pocket. I like that pocket, but as a kayak angler, you if you wear a full PFD like I do, geez. that pocket's kind of useless because that bitch is under yep. your PFD. Secondly, that's why jerseys in kayak angling kind of suck because you put all those jerseys on and they cover up. You're, you got to put everything on your arm. You got to put everything on your arms, right? Like Start the uh, in your face. No, but, no, no. Uh, yeah. the, the the key marketing spot for a kayak angler is right here. They're <laughs> always going to have that over the shoulder shot, and they're going to see the back of your forearm. That's the that's the money spot right there. Hey, all right. Speaking uh, of this, uh, we got unless a unless you make it to the podium and you don't have a life jacket there on or go. anything, and you're just there holding you a fish nope, out nope. in front of you. Listen, if kayak anglers are going to be such dicks about PFDs, I want you to wear them at all times, <laughs> at all fucking times. At the weigh-ins. <laughs> at the weigh-ins. At the weigh-ins. Everybody yep. has to wear. Everybody's just convention. holding on right here, like yep. like shoulder pads in football. They're just yep. holding whistle. on to them. As the whistle. The whistle has to be out. The whistle can't be in your pocket. It has to be hanging out. Oh, yep. God. <laughs> Hey, As they're calling right. your name, you got to blow your whistle to come get your trophy. <laughs> 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 
Oh man, this look, this shit ended up being being. I don't know what the fuck because... I'm gonna title this one. This one's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Throw this shit in jet, jet yeah. GPT and see what it spits right. out. <laughs> Stone Cold meets Wildland Firefighter in Jet West PT, Virginia. Chat PT is going to do this. This is the only thing it's going to put out. Mm. All right, Drew. Why don't you? Hey, uh... hey, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick, real quick. Alex, oh. Alex, I'm running this motherfucker now. Mm. This is my time to shine. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's hear. If it. I'm going to be fat. Let me be fat. Okay. And in charge. All right, let's hear it. All right, go ahead, Alex. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Drew, hey, uh, wait, before we close out, oh, you son of a bitch. Drew, before we close out, any, anything you want to shout out? You want to <laughs> shout out the podcast again? Yeah, if you guys want to check out the Paddler's Playbook, uh, it's dropping every Thursday now. I'm yeah, don't it fuck Thursday. it up. You got a lot of different shit than the last time you've been on, so don't fuck it up. I'm going to call yep. you out if you forget something. <laughs> no, there's not a lot of different shit. Just... You know, shout out to everybody that works with our show, too. Real Sportswear, Galveston Redfish Series, Mariner Sales, and Pure Fishing, which is like Abu Garcia, Penn, Berkeley. All them, they all support the show. Um, other than that, I don't I don't have a whole lot going on. See, you're forgetting I'm, something. Hold on. I may be something. working. Oh, my, what, my, my own no. rods? Well, well Turner Rod Co. Yeah. Fuck them rods. Know. Until I get me a, a <laughs> rod to, to test out, fuck them rods. But what I was going to say, you Damn. speaking of jerseys covered up by PFDs, you have a Paddler's Playbook. Oh, yeah, I got out. I got a Paddler's Playbook jersey out there. Um, just check out any of our social media, Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Um, you can order them, and they come custom with your name on the back. They got bro staff down the side. Um, they got Mariner Sales logo on there, real sportswear, Turner Rodco um, action hat. Uh, shout out to Action Hat. He doesn't have a whole bunch right now, but right. if you're looking to film, because Alex, I know you were talking about filming. Yep. Uh, if you're like me and you hate like the chesty mount because you hate don't it. like seeing people's hairy knuckles and breathing heavy as they're reeling yep. in fish, check out the Action Hat. <laughs> yep. um, you can mount anything to the front of that without you know killing the top of your head. It's a really can cool you mount a dildo to it because you know when they make dildos, <laughs> it's a lot. It's very similar to the same way they make swim, um, you know, silicone swim baits. I mean, you can mount anything you want. I'm sure action I like hat how, does not care. It's about that action, boss. Before we end this, I like how Drew was like, I got a couple, and then he mentioned, like, Pure Fishing, which is, like, all the fishing companies. <laughs> and I thought, like, man, it, it'd be really great if we had something like that on this show, and then Paul talked about mounting a dildo. So that's kind of no, where well, we figure hat, out where we are. I'm not mounting the dildo. I yep. said mounting it on a hat. No, no, it, it doesn't matter, Paul. That's still why. Uh, is there an unpure fishing that we can get aligned with? Yeah, I can't imagine why. Why you know these huge companies wouldn't yeah. want to work with you guys? Hey, hey so speaking of unpure, uh, unpure fishing, uh, Bass and Brews is now going to align with Lunker Hunt because uh, that's the only unpure thing in fishing. So that's that's the only bait company that would potentially <laughs> put out a dildo topwater walking bait. Yep. And they would do it in Bass and Brews colors. Just a yellow, red, and blue dick uh, floating across the top water. Oh, I didn't old, get to... A big old, a big old Bass and Brews colored veiny-ass <laughs> bastards with two balls. And it's got two six-alt treble hooks on the balls. Spe speaking of that, do you guys have the episode up with Fresh Baits on the YouTube channel that I can go check out? Because I want to see the picture of the bait that they drew that was yep. supposed to be Jabberhammer. Is yep, that is on that there. on the Bass and Brews YouTube? It okay. is. Well, no, no, not on the back. It's on the Swamp Rat Fishing ch uh, channel. 
Okay, I'm gonna have yep. to go check that out because yep. I want to see what that bait actually looked like. It, uh, man, actu- it's it's glorious. <laughs> I actually was listening to that in the shower, yeah. and I was like, man, I've got what? to soap off twice. Like, wait, wait, why were you? Have you a in your hand? I was listening to you guys in the shower. You guys don't listen to music or podcasts in the shower? No, no, not at all. That's weird. No. Why is it really? I mean, I mean okay. I, I shower with my wife, so I mean, I don't need to listen. Well, that's to fucking else. weird too. Wait, wait, Paul. Every time you shower, you shower with your wife. I shower twice a week, man. Over showering is bad for your skin. 